You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Get ready for a frenzy. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. The Fantasy Frenzy. Here we go, Fantasy Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, All In Kid, Jake Seeley, Wall Street, Matt Medica. Bring them out for the next hour. Talk a little Super Bowl. Not like the game itself, because we got a lot of weeks to break that. <laughs> what, what, the, what is Jake laughing about? Good morning, the Jake. Music. Bring, oh, the music. Bring them out? No, the cutoff. Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) well, not yet. (laughs) I figured I'd let it get in a little bit. I saw Florio downstairs, so I figured something foolish was going to happen. Florio's got like banker hours. I noticed that. Hmm. Must be making a lot of money. Does he have a side job or something? <laughs> he's, he's taking all that best friends forever money. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, they get, they get Jake the, the BFFs. They get paid a different rate for that show. You didn't know that. Did and obviously, oh, okay. it's all uh, going to Florida. Yeah, mm-hmm. no doubt about that. So last night they had opening night, uh, which I was on in the background. I couldn't really get into it. I was doing other stuff. I'm swamped right now. So many things I'm working on as. Waste management open and and <clears throat> first of the month. <clears throat> you and I have the golf guru. Yeah, uh-huh. So, Stuart sank, uh, sunk my ship last week, unfortunately, um, on DK. I wasn't able to cash because he didn't make the cut. Even Daily Roto had him as, like, 50% chance to make the cut. But every now and then you miss one. They do a great job over there, dailyroto.com. But, yeah, we'll be taping three under par today, so you'll be able to see that later on tonight on FNTSY YouTube, and then it'll be on the TV tomorrow. That's myself, Dennis S. and Camp Stewart getting you ready for the week and uh, DFS oh. golf and stuff like that. I'm the uh, new no, Pat Mayo. No, Esther was involved. Yeah, coach is, coach is there, too. Coach is a good guy. It's good to see him get involved again. Yeah, no, I like Coach. He's one of my favorite dudes. And Coach does a great job uh, with his work, too. So shout out to Coach Essa. Glad to have him uh, down with us when we do that joint. Speaking of Daily Roto, I see Mike Leone's name on one of the Did NFBC he... uh, live auctions. So I really? I if he's coming to town or he's got one of his acolytes in attendance. He'd normally be here for that joint. I know we, chilled out. we went and got some empanadas with him a couple years ago when he came up. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Mike Leone guy, he's a smart yeah. dude. I think he did like an a, a e-book, too, on DFS. So we can get Mike Leone on the program sometime and rap with him, see how he's doing. And I like when he comes up for, like the, for the NFBC and all of that because, um, you know, he's a good player. Bill's so. fan as well. Oh, that's right. Shout out to that. Bill's Mafia. So last night, I had, had the TV on in the background for the um, – what you call it? The opening night, which is like the new media day, which I don't like that. I like media day being on Tuesday, Super Bowl week, because, you know, it's in the daytime. You kind of get prepared for it. And then I'll go home and I'll throw it on and I'll watch it and stuff like that. And the opening night thing, I'm not really a big fan of. You know what I'm saying? Jake, where do you stand? Traditional media day or new media day? None of the above. Not a media <laughs> day guy, Jake? I'm a joke. No, not at all. I like, not at all. Like. I, you know what? The only thing that I get a kick out of is the stupid questions that the fan, if the uh, players are actually having fun with them back. Like Tom Brady asking, like some dude asked him to sign his cookbook, and Tom Brady was like, that's not even a cookbook. And the dude was like, well, can you sign it out to Guillermo something, something, something? He's like, how about I sign it and you put your name on it? Like, I enjoy the fun stuff, like that kind of thing, like asking the stupid things about, like, what do you like for breakfast? I don't care about the football stuff. It's just it's a waste of time. Mm. So 
Gonna break down Super Bowl week. Talk about some stuff with these ink with the Patriots, with the Eagles. Got some NFL news that we can go over also. And I want to talk some historical Super Bowl stuff. I think when we set it off when we come back, I'm asking gentlemen about their favorite Super Bowl moments. It's the frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Turn my microphone on. Shout out to the Goon Squad. Glad to have you, All gentlemen. Seven us. Yeah. Oh, come on, Goon Squad. <laughs> I do better than that. I specifically asked y'all not to leave us when football was over. It's Super Bowl week. Yeah, it's Super Bowl week. Goon Squad, what are y'all doing? Use us for our football knowledge. We're going to be jumping hot and heavy into baseball next week after the bowl. We start getting ready for it. Get you ready through February. Get you ready through March. And then we push ahead to opening day and stuff like that. Valentine's Day coming up. So, um, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be having a festive Valentine's Day. I think it would just be me. Matthew, what do you take? You take a wife out Valentine's Day? I don't like to go out Valentine's Day night. It's like, you know. It's a lot. It's like everybody, right? It's like, even if you go to a restaurant, it's sometimes they have set menus and stuff. I'd yeah. rather go out the, the night before or yeah. the night after or something like that. It's it's like going out New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's for like newbies. Yeah, I'm yeah. 15 years in. Oh you know, yeah, you don't need your Valent- yeah. <laughs> Valentine's Day. I'd be like, what? You in this joint paying bills? What are you talking about? I'm like, what are you ordering Day? tonight? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's going on, Jake? You a Valentine's Day guy? Mm, no, I mean I don't have anybody to spend it with. So no, I'm no. saying when when you when you were like you know when you when you when you were on the scene, you know what I'm saying? Did you was it like a uh, did you celebrate or was you just kind of like oh well whatever. Well, I celebrate, but that was also a hell of a long time ago. <laughs> I'm trying to give Jake out. <laughs> He's like, no, don't, don't. Yeah, right. J- Jake was like breaking up just before Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got some dudes out there that do that. No, no, Start I'm, all I'm before the holidays. Yeah, yeah. There are people that I don't do think Jake is that guy. No, <laughs> or no, no, before no. birthdays. And before yeah, exactly. Christmas. You know what? I can't stand you. You're like, what? <laughs> Get out. Be like, what's January, going on? January 2nd, you call him back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? I reconsidered. <laughs> Can you come over and help me take the tree down? <laughs> uh, it's a nice holiday. So, Super Bowl Sunday is like a holiday. I think suppose I think the Monday after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday. I really do. It should be President's Day. It should be President's Day. Day. That's the last decade. Yeah. yeah. Why not just make this? Because everybody's out the night before having a good time and stuff like that. We were trying to pull a little something together. Because my brother-in-law, it's Hamilton weekend, so it's, it's, it's risky for me. But my brother-in-law... Is an Eagle fan. So my sister was like, what's up? And I was like, I got things going on that weekend, but I'll see, whatever. But then everybody she contacted was like they had to work the next morning and get the kids ready for school and stuff like that. So they were just like, no, no. 
So they kind of killed the vibe. You know what I'm saying? So Monday should be a holiday. I don't know. Who do we talk to to get well, no, that? The easiest work that we talked about, we did this, uh, I think, at the beginning of the season during on target. The easiest way to do it is to add the two weeks to the season, add an extra bye week. So you have 18 games, two buys, cut down preseason to two games, maybe three if they really want them. But then that will automatically extend the season two more weeks, which ends on President's Day weekend when you can have Monday off anyway. That's a good idea. I used to always take that Monday off anyway. <laughs> that was like always a holiday for yeah, me. I was planning on doing that too, but I'm going to be up anyway. Um, so I was like, I might as well come so to if work. If I'm home, I won't. I don't, I'm not, I don't like really sit home and drink. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll get enhanced other ways. Yeah. But uh, if I go out to the bar, then, you know, once you start doing a shot of Jameson. Well, what are you doing this week for Super Bowl? What are you doing for Super Bowl? I, I don't know. I don't really have anything set in stone. Okay. So right now it's open. It's open. What about you, Jake? You got any plans for for the for the big game? Ah, just hang out with people like we always do. Oh, so you're your regular your yeah. regular Sunday crew, the Lions fan, and all of that. No, uh, a few a few more, and okay, because it's the Super Bowl, but that's about it. Yeah, I was going out. It's it's a spot in my neighborhood. I'm not gonna say their name because I know they haven't paid us. But it's like right around the corner from me. It's a very it's a popping, real trendy spot. Beat celebrities and up in that joint and all of that. So they, it's matter of fact, it's owned by Stephen Bowen. Used to play for the Dallas Cowboys, New York Jets. I think he's a Rutgers dude, Stephen Bowen. So um, I'm probably walking around that joint and um and going there. I think That'd, Sussman should bake us like some like little football cookies and for Super Bowl. That week. would be nice. He likes to bake. That would there. be nice. That would, Judy can a, get team up and do something nice for the team. That would be nice. So shout out to uh, Sussman and Judy. I wonder when they're going to tie the knot. Maybe in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a few months away. On their next European <laughs> yes. vacation. The sequel. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, so Super Bowl memories. I've always been like, I remember my first Super Bowl, like watching it. I think the first Super Bowl I can like really, really remember, remember, was um, the Raiders and the, and the D.C. football team when Marcus Allen had that run, when he, he reversed fields and came back. I remember watching that Super Bowl this little boy, little fantasy executive, and I was like, "This was cool." And I think Michael Jackson performed at halftime of that one. Matt, what's your first Super Bowl memory? First Super Bowl memory, uh, I definitely remember Vince Ferragamo, uh, the Eagles, Los right? Angeles Rams, and no? the Pittsburgh Steelers in oh, 1979. Okay, like when I was when I first started like watching football, I rooted for the Steelers only because my brother was a Cowboy fan. Yeah, so you wanted to, to be kind opposite, of, like, yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you, Jake? Earliest Super Bowl memory? Uh, earliest or favorite? Earliest? Or let's we go. Let's start I, I with guess, earliest. I guess no. I guess it's actually the same for me because I was young. I was really young when the Giants won the Super Bowl on wide right. So I mean, if you look at it, the fact is it's really the one that sticks out because I was young enough and to not have a ton of memories of watching regular games. And but I actually remember being on the knees praying with my family during the then watching that Super Bowl and hoping they missed the field goal and it did. So I, I actually don't really remember much before that. I was praying that he hit it, but I knew on grass he was going to miss it. Really, you knew that? He, if he was on turf, he hits that kick. I was praying that he would miss it, too, because I had already, even though I was a very young fantasy executive, I'd already had, I mean, I was praying that he hit it because I was, I'd already had a disdain for the New York Giants. I couldn't stand yeah. that. Bill's had the ball 19 minutes, scored 19 points. Yep, and so that was a great job of coaching by Bill Parcells. They kept the K-Gun offense off the field. So. The only Super Bowl they should have won. Yeah, the rest of them they kind of they kind of got beat up. That on Washington Redskins team that was a, Mark Rippin that year was like all world. That's one of the best. That's one of the best football teams of my since I that I, of my era. That ninety one that ninety one DC team. That team was the favorite going into the year, 
and that team was the favorite all throughout the course of the year. That Super Bowl actually was in Minnesota. I believe Gabe said he lost $18,000 on that game. Well, how old was Gabe? I don't know. <laughs> but I remember him saying that. <laughs> how old was Gabe? Gabe was old enough to gamble in that Super Bowl? Oh, was Gabe gambling prematurely? Maybe he was. You it's, know. it's Canada. It's like <laughs> yeah. Iowa. When you're allowed to drive tractors at 10 years old. Yeah. He was like, I'll, I'll, I'll mortgage on my future health care. <laughs> yeah. What, the, what, Gabe put 18 grand That's what he said. on Nats football? Wow. Those Cowboy teams, they never had a chance. No, that was what well, the second one. They, the second one. The they one, played good that first half, and then Thomas lost his helmet, and everything just. That was the one in the Georgia Dome. All in, kid. I'm actually your favorite Super Bowl memory. I'm quite sure that I already know it. So, set the scene for us. Were you by yourself when it happened? Were you? Were you? Were you with some friends? Were you with some Giants fans? Were you with Patriot fans? Kind of take me through that. Not take me through that drive, but that specific play. You obviously know which play I'm talking about. I would guess that would be your favorite Super Bowl memory. No, that that moment wasn't it was the favorite Super Bowl memory. Was when the game was over. Like so, I had about. 20, 25 people over my house at the time. And I actually had a Patriots fan over the house. It was a good friend of mine at the time. And we're watching the game. And when they make that catch, that drive, first of all, the entire, everybody in my house, except for the Patriots fan, obviously, we're going crazy. And I'm sitting on my couch to the side. Like, there was so this TV set up straight ahead. Couch off to the left, couch off back to the center. We, uh, my, me and my Giants friend buddy were on the side couch. It was a love seat couch. And both of us had the same reaction. We both just sat there. And it was just like, because it didn't mean anything yet. The Tyree catch did not mean anything yet. It was amazing, but the heart was in your throat. You didn't know what to do. You were tense. You were whatever. Neither of us even moved the muscle. Everybody's looking at it like, oh, man, look at you. Bleed. And it's like, it's still, they still have to score. Then the touchdown to Plaxico. Still like, my first reaction was I turned to my friend, Ernest, is what it was, and I said, he left too much time on the clock. There's too much time on the clock for Tom Brady. I can't believe that they're going to go down and score and win this game anyway. So I was tense the entire time, and until that fourth down, until that ball hit the ground, that's when I jumped up. That's when I started celebrating. That's when I hugged Ernest. That's when I was high-fiving and celebrating. And my buddy who was the Patriots fan immediately walked out my front door and started walking to his car. Good for him. <laughs> my favorite <coughs> moment was, cause, just because I like money, was when Andre Risen <laughs> scored that first touchdown and I had him 10-1 to 1 odds. Nice. How about that? That's a cool one. What, what, what Super Bowl was that? The 96, the Patriots and Packers, was it? Something like that? Patriots never played the Packers in Super Bowl. The Patriots didn't play the Packers. Uh-uh. The first Super Bowl they won was the Rams. Back Where in '96, like, who, who, who was in that 96? Super Bowl? The 1996 Super Bowl. That's like see, that's we're, we're, we're past the Dallas Cowboy era by that point. The Andre, Cowboys were trash, well, not Andre, trash, but they were on the downside by then. So 1996 Super Bowl. '96 was Cowboys Steelers. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. not Cowboys Steelers. Well, uh, let's see. Yeah, right here. Year, Didn't they the beat the after? Patriots that year by like 14 points? Oh, well, you know what? The Patriots and the Packers did play in Super Bowl. Yeah, My I was bad. Like, well, like, it was Drew, Bled- Drew Bledsoe Patriots. Thank Sometimes you forget about <laughs> Drew Bledsoe Patriots. You think, 97, you think 97. about the, the legacy, whatever. I remember that Super Bowl, too. Bill Parcells was coaching that Patriot team, and the Packers, Brett Favre won. And I believe he gave, they gave the, they gave the football to Don Beebe because I think Don Beebe had played like for forty years. And <laughs> I, I love Don Beebe and and that play he made that play he made in the Super Bowl. You know, as horrible as that Super Bowl was, it was just perseverance. Now, what do you think about where were you at for Jake's for for Jake's moment when that 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 the, the David Tyree, Tyree and I was at uh, I was in a, living in LA at time. I was in a house with a bunch of uh, Patriot fans. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I was pissed because I had the pa- uh, I had the Patriots, but I don't think they were going to cover anyway at that point. I forget. Uh, no. So I lost like five hundred dollars on that game. Wasn't eighteen grand? No, it wasn't eighteen. And grand. you were an adult. <laughs> <laughs> you were not a fourteen-year-old. Gabe Morris, he bred eighteen thousand dollars. I want to know what it's like to lose eighteen grand and then the result not being my walking out in the street and just killing myself. Yeah, that's that's a lot, especially when I've lost a lot of money. I, can I wonder tell you, how old but... Gabe was when this happened too. I got to ask Gabe about this. This is weird to me because Gabe not that old of a dude. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, every Super Bowl Sunday we lit. We come back. I'll tell you about my favorite Super Bowl moments and then um get some more highlights. Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl week right here at Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Playing Daily Fantasy Basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Shout out to Billy Hayes on Twitter. Don't have Billy Hayes know that I'm a tout. I am a member of Tout Wars, Billy Hayes. So I'm fantasy baseball is uh, also a thing of mine. <clears throat> Jackie Robinson, maybe you heard of him. I, you, I know, maybe you heard of Jackie Robinson's a guy. <laughs> Brooklyn Dodgers. I'm kind of like him for Tout Wars. Same thing. I guess Billy Hayes more than hate. <laughs> did, did Jackie Robinson never win anything? Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it, Jake. Cut it out. So let me ask you guys, what do you think happens? Does the line go? It's at four and a half now in most three and places. A half. Does it go up to five or it goes lower? I'm I, think you're saying? I think it's three and a half. By the time we get the kickoff, the line is three and a half. What do you think? All in. I think it gets up to five and a half. Ooh, Interesting. Him debating we get closer when as soon as Gronk's official, it's going up. I I think all this like eagle money's been out there now. Yeah, but I think that Patriot money's coming. Like, one it's gonna be crazy being a bookie in like the state of Massachusetts. How much you have to lay away? Yeah, everybody there is just pounding the Patriots. I can imagine so, and if they get and if they hit, <coughs> excuse me, they're like mortgaging houses and stuff. Oh, somebody, thank you. Um. Here's the real key is we should have just done what we said way, 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 way earlier, about two weeks ago, when we kept saying, hey, guess what? You could actually go to Westgate and bet the Super Bowl before we even knew what the teams were when the NFC was getting three points because everybody assumed it was going to be Minnesota. That's, that was that was very – we should have did that. <coughs> that would have been excellent because we could have doubled down on that one. Yeah, or at least took the six when it first opened and try and get that middle. Yeah. You know. Wow. Hindsight's twenty twenty. That's Otani on your computer, right? That is correct. I can't wait for uh, sports betting to be legal. That's, that's yeah, coming. me too. And that's it, that's the right. next big wave. It's coming, and we need it to hurry up and get here. Because I know they got different legislation popping up. I think MLB. But did, you see what the NBA is doing? They, they want MLB's? a piece of it. Yeah, that's smart, though. No, they of look, course you should. It's our product. Yeah. I think that's smart. And just get it out there. Get yeah. the people they want. NFL try to act like oh, the people the people that watch our sport don't gamble. <laughs> They're putting a team in Vegas. I remember how the how, line is how next to, to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that. That was like when the, the Golden Knights. I don't like that name. Uh, when the Golden Knights were coming to uh, Vegas for hockey. Yeah. 
And the, I think the first team name they wanted to go with was Aces, and Gary Bettman was like, no, we can't have that because it's too close to gambling. Yeah. Like, you're in Las Vegas. Like, everybody knows what's, what's there. It happens. It's casinos there and some more stuff, too. Sin City. It, ta- it takes place out there. So that giant Super Bowl, right? It just so happens I was this, uh, the, the, this is the only time in my life I actually rooted for the New York Giants because, number one, I didn't want a team to go undefeated. Number two, I didn't want a team from Boston to go undefeated. And number three, I had went, this is like when I first started my broadcast career, and I had was on this program on Comcast Sportsnet called Washington Post Live, and I predicted the upset. So I was happy. So I was, we watched that joint, and at the Kennedy's grandmother basement, I don't, Kennedy wasn't here yet. It was just, you know, back in the day, old times. She was a thought. Yes, yes, she was a th- thought at the time so um so yeah she was a glimmer in your yes she was the one day i'm gonna have a child that's going to drive me crazy and facetime me (laughs) in the most inopportune opportunities demand iphone yeah exactly (laughs) who is that in the background daddy not don't worry about it (laughs) she may be able to get one because the the prices are probably gonna be coming down there well the she already got the seven she's fine i don't think that's gonna stop her from asking for the no 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 you're right man it's not gonna stop birthdays right yes it's a birthday will be coming in august what's up John Wall's out for six weeks. What happened? He's getting a knee procedure tomorrow described as a cleanup. So you know what? He deserved to be in the All-Star game anyway. Oh, someone who they put in there. They might put Lou Williams in there now. You know, and that makes Don Burns' thing from this morning make... Ooh, Kimber Walker. Yeah, Kimber Walker, Lou Williams. This makes... This is... Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou. This makes... Maybe it's an interesting trade uh, spot now for Kimber Walker. But then again, how you you can't play both of those dudes in the backcourt when the playoffs start, you know, when John Wall gets back to being healthy. But they're going to need him. That's interesting, Jake. I'm glad. Thank you for breaking that news right there. So that's his, uh, John Wall. Dennis Roy said it too. Who? Dennis Roy put it in the chat too. Okay. Credit to him. I, 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 haven't, yeah. I haven't been in the, um, in the chat since they didn't speak to me last week. I'm still sensitive about that. <laughs> You're boycotting. Fence fan John says, at the fantasy exec first Super Bowl, man, Joe Montana destroyed Denver. Uh, Joe Montana destroyed Remember that? Denver. It was like 55-10. That, that was crazy. They blew Bowl. him out. Oh, uh, that was. Joe Montana's the GOAT. I, well, okay, here's the thing. When it comes to me and calling an NFL player the GOAT, which is Tom Brady is commonly referenced as the GOAT right now, I have a couple different trains of thoughts on this. First of all, I don't think you could have the GOAT conversation and not mention Peyton Manning's name. I'm all for Peyton Manning being the GOAT, except when Peyton Manning's legacy was on the line, he threw a pick six. When he was going down driving to win the Super Bowl, he threw a pick six. So you can't really be the GOAT if you throw a pick six in that spot with your legacy on the line. This might be a backhanded compliment, but I think Peyton Manning is the greatest regular season quarterback ever. So that is kind of a backhanded compliment, but I don't mean it that way. Joe Montana has always been the GOAT to me until last year with John when Brady did this comeback. And the reason why I say Joe Montana is the GOAT, because Joe Montana never lost in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady has two losses in the Super Bowl and two should have losses in the Super Bowl. With that being said, Jake, I have I hold Joe Montana as like one A. I will be nice enough to say that Tom Brady is one, he is the GOAT. Joe Montana is the only athlete that I've ever met and been like frozen, like shut, like couldn't move. That's how legendary Joe Montana is to me. You are, you are Tom Brady is the GOAT guy, right? 
No, I'm not. I think Good. you can make an argument either way. I brought this up during on Target last week, and I actually turned it to just Super Bowl only. And I said we had a whole debate that day, and I said which is the better Super Bowl only quarterback? Do you go four and zero John Montana, or do you go five and two Tom Brady? And I said as of right now, I think you can make an argument either way. I'll slightly lean towards Joe Montana, eleven touchdowns, zero interceptions in the Super Bowl, never lost the Super Bowl. There is the argument for the fact that he was playing with Jerry Rice, our best receiver probably the best player, the GOAT of football, period. And then you have Tom Brady for what he's done with his receivers. Randy Moss, the one season, they didn't even win the Super Bowl that year. So you can argue about that. But I said, if Tom Brady does go 6-2, and two, it's going to be hard for me not to say 6-2. and two. When you talk about just overall careers in general, it's still a similar argument to me. I think that Tom Brady, another year or two, though, is going to push past Joe Montana, and he he's going to be the one at the top. Uh, is he the goat, Matt? Tom Brady, the goat. Montana's undefeated. That's a thousand percent. Okay, he's undefeated. He's got there more times. Uh, look, he had Jerry Rice. He had some phenomenal teams. I mean, look at the whole famous on those teams as well. I don't know. You get there seven times. I mean, if Joe Montana got there seven times, is he going seven and zero? That's the question. He didn't. He didn't though. He didn't. Uh, I mean, look. Isn't Terry Bradshaw four and zero? So I can go that right. I understand. Terry Bradshaw had that defense. Yes, I he had that running well, game. I'm just saying. Yeah. But he was 4 0 in the Super Bowl, too. I'm just. Okay. Go Terry that. Bradshaw was like a game manager, though. Like, Terry Bradshaw wasn't like a dominant okay. elite the, the, quarterback the, the, like the these game, dudes. The game. That first game, the, he had the two against Cincinnati. And, you know, he did have that drive at the end of the second one to win it for them. Obviously, that was huge. That first game was more, I think, of a, like a defensive struggle, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. with the uh, with the Bengals in the was it, 81, I believe that to be correct. Yeah. So, look, against the against the Denver Broncos, he threw for what, like seven touchdowns? <laughs> so, what was that? Uh, Joe Montana. Five. He had five. Mm-hmm. They just blew them out of the water. So he had six touchdowns. the thing when it comes down to, again, it's the, what I take away from Brady is being stopped by the Giants twice. And it's not because of the Giants. It's just because he was stopped. He was and kept in check and looked human in two Super Bowls by that team. And then if you talk, you look, he, they've also had two other Super Bowl wins, which basically, I mean, look, go back to, it's not even him. It's the kicker. Uh, what's his name that I can't even think of right now? It's Koskowski. Like, Koskowski is part of the reason they win the Super Bowl. I'm not taking that away from him. I'm just saying the fact that, like, we have games that came down to the final drive or needed a field goal to win, especially if you look, go back to their first one. I think there's an argument to be made for either one. If you want to say Brady over Montana, I'm not going to say you're crazy. If you want to say Montana over Brady, I'm not going to say you're crazy. All I was saying, basically, is once he goes 6-2, and two, then it's kind of hard to argue against Brady. It is, and that comeback last year did a lot. You know, did a lot too. So I'm just like, oh boy. I begrudgingly say that Tom Brady's the goat. Begrudgingly, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a hater. Well, maybe I am. I, look, I mean, he's no Eli Manning. <laughs> seven Super Bowls. I'm going to give <laughs> two him two and zero, both against Brady. <laughs> the goat. Is he the goat over Michael Jordan? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, look. If you want to just talk about pure sports and record setting. Tom Brady, record-setting players in their sport. Wow. Wayne Gretzky is hands down the greatest. If you want to, if he's you the go to all. If you want to go by that aspect, how many championships? Wayne Gretzky I still, win? I still go with Jordan, six and zero oh championships. Yeah, I mean, Jordan. nobody touches that. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky's got like I don't know how many. He's got many more records than Jordan. I mean, he basically set like every record in hockey. By the Stanley Cups. Oh yeah, well he was what? Four, they lost the first one to the Islanders, and they won four in a row. 
Uh, he did take the Los Angeles Kings, a team that you know was nothing. He took you know California. He put them on the map. He changed the whole landscape of hockey. So I mean, if you want to go that route too, and like I said, they lost to the Canadians that year in the Stanley Cup. So he's batting there at least six times off the top of my head. So he's at least four and two in the Stanley Cup. And he, you know, that first year he did lose to the Islander team, which was a dynasty that won four in a row. And then See, he went on to MJ undefeated in the chip, playing against the best competition. Like he was going against Charles Barkley, uh, Clyde Drexler. Always played against the best. He was. Oh, I got, nothing, I got nothing but love for MJ. Yeah, no, nothing but love. I would say MJ is the goal. I'm an MJ guy. Yeah, I'm going to be the yeah, guy yeah. that's going to say him over LeBron. I mean, people might say I'm wrong. Yeah. But. Yeah, LeBron is great. He's not in the GOAT conversation yet. And I'm a, and I'm an LBJ guy, too, but you can't be losing every every finals. You feel what I'm saying? I whining about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think, I, I would say Jordan is the, begrudgingly also say Jordan is, how come my, the go to goats never play for my team? Like, how come <laughs> Troy Aikman couldn't be the go to goats? Don't worry, you can switch teams again and pick one. Oh, stop it, Jay. <laughs> I'm well, not I mean, going to do that. You had the Cowboys. You had a good run with them. No, and that's when my favorite Super Bowl memory was the first time that I saw them win the Super Bowl. Because you got to think, a lot of my, a lot of, they won a lot of Super Bowls in the 70s when I was, you know, not around, whatever. So, the first time they won the chip in, in the 90s, you know, me and my pops, we watched it together. And it was the first time I saw the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Obviously, it's, it sticks out. Michael Irvin making that making that catch early in the game, scoring that touchdown. And then, um, and then, uh, and, and then, um. Celebrating with Coke. <laughs> Jake, it doesn't matter what they celebrated with. It does not matter what the, what the, what the enhancement of Put choice Put that pipe was. down. <laughs> I want to talk about halftime performances when we come back. Fantasy football, friends. It's Super Bowl week right here on FNTSY Radio. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Trying to get Maria Marino to pull up a seat. She acting brand new. Maria Marino, pull up a seat. We talk about the Super Bowl. We need you. We summons Maria Marino to the studio. That's the homie. I guess we're back. I, I guess we're back. I didn't have my headphones on. Me Welcome inside Studio 34. Fantasy Frenzy. It's Super Bowl week right here on FNTSY Radio. We got to get Maria Marino a seat. Yeah, I'll slide that over. Yeah, well, well, okay, let, because we got to look professional when we do this. So I'm going to throw to Jake, and then when the camera's on Jake, when you come back, Maria Marino will be sitting down. <laughs> yeah. go, go really <laughs> All right, so here we go. Right, Maria, you stay right there. Jake, what tell me about I your favorite halftime Super Bowl, perform- Super Bowl halftime performance. 
Oh, I actually don't have one. Sorry, but I'll keep going here because <laughs> I, I don't watch. I, I don't watch Super Bowl halftimes. I couldn't care less. But see, this is what I was gonna say: is I want to bring back like the celebrity death match and the Bud versus the Bud Light and all that stupid nonsense. Like that's what I want to do. I'm eating during halftime. I'm talking with people. I'm seeing if there's any good commercials. I don't care about the singing. I don't care about the performances. I don't care. I could not care less about any of the performances at halftime. Hmm. Jake is a Super Bowl performance halftime Grinch. <laughs> Why is that, Jake? You don't like you. You like music, Jake. Come on now. You. Know, it's magic how I appeared. <laughs> Maria, I didn't say to take over. <laughs> I said join us. <laughs> this is, you know what you get with me. I, I understand this, Miss Marino. Okay. Jake don't like the halftime show, Maria. I love no. it. Love the halftime show. What's your favorite halftime performance of all time? It was last year. Lady Gaga killed it. She last did year. body it last year, Lady she Gaga. She did. I'm actually a Gaga fan. Mm-hmm. And you went to see Gaga, right? I did. At City Field? Uh, yes. Yeah. Good memory. There you go. Well, no I'm wonder over. you're so good at your job. Well, <laughs> are you glad you invited me? It's not very Tell, tell, tell me about why Lady Gaga. Well, because um, she's a, she's like one of your favorites. She is, and she's it, Italian. She she is, but and she's that. a New Yorker. Okay, so it was actually very cool seeing her live at City Field because she was like telling stories like in between songs how she wrote certain songs. But what I like about Gaga is not only is she an amazing live performer, she sings very well, she writes music, she plays instruments. So she's she's a talented individual, and she's not really in line with like. My typical music taste, I actually like a lot of like alternative rock and stuff, but I just I just recognize her talent and I just thought she put on a great show. You know, I've seen Lady Gaga before. When we used to work at Sirius XM, I've only seen two people really? use Howard Stern private elevator. One really? was Lady Gaga and the other one was Kanye West. That sounds that sounds about right. And then Two obviously superstars. Howard Stern was the other one. <laughs> Howard Stern got more money than them put together, though. You ever, <laughs> you ever see Howard in person? Yeah, once, like twice. I saw in him, seven years. I saw him <laughs> once. I've seen him once in person in three years. Yeah. But it, like when you see him, you stop. You stop. Mm-hmm. And and, it, and it's partially because he's huge. He's like Big Bird. <laughs> like yeah, he he's is tall, lanky tall, dude. Tall, tall dude. And I was just, but he just, you look at him and you're like. Celebrity. He's like one like of the people that have celebrity. an aura. I want to have an aura like that. I, I think day. Howard might be coming for it with the, with the Big Bird comment. <laughs> yeah, you might not like that. Well, one. he's a tall dude. Like, yeah, pretty I'm spot a tall on girl. Yeah. I you mean, spot people call me Big Bird. I don't care. I wear heels. Were you teased? No. Oh, okay. All right. no. When you said people call me Big Bird, I thought I, you and may you have know been what? teased. It's I don't want you to be teased. No. And like sometimes people... Like, honestly, I think some the other day, like, one of my friends was joking around with me, and they're like, you're a giant. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm, <laughs> I own it. Oh, yeah, no, nah, you own it. That's right. <laughs> Always better to be tall than short. Thanks. Yeah, this is true. Matt Medica, Super Bowl performance. Not Nothing. really into it. Not it's like time to get enhanced. <laughs> yeah, 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 all right, cool. <laughs> I have a couple. Okay, right? okay. I was a fan. I didn't do the guy guy thing last year. Whatever. It was cool. I yeah. was on. I, I'll be honest with you. I thought Bruno Mars bodied it. When he came when he supposed that Bodied. New York, like he did, he killed okay, it. Okay, thank yeah. you. I needed clarification. Oh, nah. No, no, no. I just why I, did I bring this woman in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to. I, I, I'm not trying to rag on you. I'm just. I want okay. to understand your vocabulary. That's all. Understood. Okay. <laughs> all right. So let's go. So he so did well. He did very good. Thank you. He did. Uh, I thought Bruno Mars. I wasn't really a Bruno Mars guy then, but I became a Bruno Mars fan Same. after that. Um, obviously, Beyonce did well, yeah. but I think the best one that I ever well, a couple like Michael Jackson killed it. You know, he bodied it, and then Prince. Prince was absolutely Prince was phenomenal. Yeah, 
Prince was Those sick. are some of my favorite ones. Yeah. I want, hey, who's on the board? Florio or Don Burns? Who is it? Silence. By the way. Florio, who's your favorite Super Bowl halftime performance? Uh, I don't know. You don't know. You know, I was Sorry. just thinking, <laughs> think, think about like it, music. Florio, but when, when Prince performed, wasn't that when it actually legit started raining? It was raining, And yeah. he was singing Purple Rain? It that was, was pretty sweet. Yes, that was, that was pretty sweet, Maria Marina. <laughs> Thanks. I will say... He bodied it. <laughs> the, I'm the, learning. The Tom Brady's first Super Bowl versus the uh, Rams. Yeah. Uh, it was after 9-11. And oh, YouTube that performed. True. That's yeah. like when YouTube was good back yeah. then, and they should have went away. After that. Yeah. that was a good one. I remember that. Was, that. that was good. It was very like patriotic. Yeah, you know, no, man. I remember watching that game too. That was fun. That was a good time right there. So there you go. Commercials running. What the hell's going on now? What happened? They took us off. They took us off of YouTube. No. Oh. Oh, are you not hearing this? No. Oh no, I, that, that, it happened to us earlier, but I'm good to go. I don't. So I don't know what's that about, Jake. But now nah, we good on okay. this end. See what Jim Ross said? It didn't happen to us. What Jim Ross say? Bieber is Greg's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Bieber ever did the Super Bowl. I don't think so. I remember the, the JT, the Janet Jackson, and um and uh and my man JT. That was a good one. But then they had that 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 mix up at the end. Yes. I think JT's going to do good again on, on Sunday. I, I think, think so. JT's a good performer. Um, Jay, they asked Jay Z to do it. He declined it. So that's not going to happen ever, probably. So, but that's some of my favorite halftimes from the Super Bowl. You did, know what I'm saying? Did they ask Jay Z to like appear with Justin Timberlake or they offered him solo? The, they offered him the halftime oh, okay. show solo. I was curious because they performed together in the past, haven't they? they had, yeah, they've done yeah, a very good exactly, job with that. Too. Exactly. So that would actually have been cool if yeah. he like made a surprise. So appearance. Justin Timberlake was like the third, fourth choice. So then they go to a couple of people before him. Jake, I know it was Jay Z. You you might be more on top of the news than I was. I know Jay Z was the first person they asked, I, and Corey, he turned it down. Corey, you have no, you could care I, less. No, no, no. I, the chat's not. For somebody respond. I can't hear you guys because I have commercials playing in my head. Oh, really? Oh, so then yeah. we got to get the people on the fourth floor. They got to get that. Florio sabotaging you. I hope that's not the case. <laughs> the BFFs are sabotaging us. So um, we get the technical difficulties worked out with the All In Kid. Uh, Mike Florio, somebody down there on, 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 yeah, so there you go. They're working on it, Jake. So yeah, there you go right there. <laughs> Good time. Maria, what are you doing here today? I'm actually going to do a hit on the Fantasy BFFs today. Oh, you're doing something on the B Yes. The BFF takeover, huh? Cauliflower involved? Yes, exactly. So <laughs> it's kind of random, but um, California Pizza Kitchen is like launching this uh cauliflower crust pizza today so they're delivering pizza they're launching it and we're gonna try it because obviously a lot of people eat pizza for the super bowl and it's like well how do we make that a little healthier whatever so i got i kind of was able to hook that up and then meanwhile they're like okay come join us for the show so we're gonna eat some pizza and uh talk some hoops so that'll be fun so Corey, when we get mics to uh you guys us. can try some. No, yeah, I don't. Mike, I don't was good. Yeah, yeah. We got to. We got to oh, do Jersey something. Mike, right? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Jersey Mike. We got to do something. I don't see how this happens with the BFFs, Maria. I'm. I'm, I'm well, surprised. Well, I I forwarded it to Nando and Greg when it came to my attention, yeah. and they thought it'd be a good fit for the BFFs. Not trying to throw them on the, under the bus. I don't know. <laughs> he did. I'm going to have a talk with them. But you can try it. You'll it's be sick. I got a lot of stuff to do today, Maria. It's supposed to arrive Maria, any minute. Maria, what do you think of the trade in the NBA last night? Well, it was definitely a blockbuster, had the shock value. I feel bad for Blake Griffin. He's got a long contract ahead of him, and he's headed to Detroit. But at the same time, I think in the Eastern Conference, you do have a better chance of 
not only making it to the playoffs, but making a deep run. The Detroit Pistons are in contention. Um, There's a star there with Andre Drummond. He probably should have been an all-star. Hey, John Wall is going to be out now for uh, several weeks. weeks. So uh, who knows? Maybe Drummond replaces him in the all-star game. But uh, anyway, that aside, you know, it's interesting with Blake, like, you wonder what you know. What did the Clippers get back? But at the same time, the Clippers needed to shake something up even more. I'm not sure where their future lies. I'm curious if In Blake. The yeah, and I'm curious if Blake is going to stay healthy. That's really the big question. We know he's a superstar. And we know he can change the game. But he's always hurt at some point in the season, and it's usually a critical point. So we'll see how his health holds up. All right. Cool. Yeah, he got 171 million dollars, though, right? So. He'd be all right. He yeah, figured he'll, it out. He'll, 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 right. he'll have a nice place in the hills during, so, uh, in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I can all this hills. land to myself. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just bought downtown. Yeah, I just bought the whole thing. Downtown Detroit might cost you forty dollars. Uh, all in kid. Um, so and we know Jay Z was asked first. You keep a little. You keep up with the news more than we do. Who was asked to do the halftime show second? Did you know this? Why are you asking me that question? No. no I couldn't was, care less show. Why would yeah, I, why he, would I he know he didn't that? even have a favorite halftime performer. <laughs> well, Jake be on top of the news. That's why I asked him. No, I was, hey, hey, Jake, I, I know you hate lacrosse, but... Hey, <laughs> what do you, think, <laughs> what do you think of John Hopkins? <laughs> it's not right, Jake. Jake, I really want you to be into the halftime show, though. Jake, who would it, who would be an artist? Sorry, totally taken over. No, no, no. Go <laughs> who ahead. Who would it's be somebody? <laughs> who would be somebody that would get you excited for the halftime show? Do you uh, listen see, to music, a, Jake? He does. <laughs> no, no. He's a hip hop head. I look. I tell I tell everybody all the time. I have like two thousand songs on my phone for my entire lifetime of music, going all the way back to high school. I don't listen to a ton of music outside of that. I would have said Lincoln Park, but he passed oh, away. Oh, that would have been a good one. That would have been. All right, fancy friends. We got one more segment left. Continue to talk about Super Bowl. Then we get you ready to get you up out of here to the BFFs. Marino, Maria Marino, be with them also. They're gonna be eating pizza and then invite me. Frenzy. Playing Daily Fantasy Basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Looking forward to Super Bowl Sunday. <clears throat> I want like a, a like a, a real like crazy storyline. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, I want to win money. Yeah, that's good too. That's that's what I like to do on Sunday. I'm gonna need it after this weekend, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need it. I tell you that much right now. I'm gonna need. It. Maria came in here and then she left, and now the camera shot all messed up. Well, I think we're just on the radio now, though. Um. I want I see, I wanted this I wish darn it I wish some news would break that 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 Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels was gotten to a fight and that's how Tom Brady cut his hand. Is that gonna happen this week? No, but that that'd be a cool story. It would be. What do you think, Jake? Is it too much been made out this Patriots beef? 
Mm, yes, I told you that from the get-go. <laughs> I think it'd be great if like Tom Brady and Josh McDaniel had like the Eddie Murphy, uh, Rick James kind of. Oh yes, yeah. that would be yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> Forget your couch. <laughs> <laughs> Forget your couch, Tom Brady. Hmm. Good times. So Super Bowl Sunday. Looking forward to it. The big game. All the festivities that go around with it. I'm not a really big cold weather Super Bowl city guy, you know? I obviously when it was in New York it was different because like that was here. Went to a couple Super Bowl parties. I met Michael Irvin. That was pretty cool. I met Michael Irvin, my favorite Dallas Cowboy, my favorite athlete of all time really. So that was cool. Met Michael Irvin. I met Michael Irvin twice. I met Michael Irvin at a fantasy event in New York too. Very big hands. He's a wide receiver, so that's kind of <laughs> Jake, who's your favorite professional athlete of all time? Mm, no, just in general. Yeah. Like, doesn't have to matter about anything. Yeah, oh, it's Gary nothing. Carter. Oh, Gary Carter. That's a good one. Gary Carter, leader of the New York Mets back in the day. The kid. Yep, the kid. Matt, you a Tom Seaver guy? I was Tom Seaver. Eight or five. Yeah. Wow. I, like I said, I didn't get to really see him in his prime. Mm-hmm. I was... Who would be your favorite, you say, athlete of all time? Like, your guy, your go to guy, your goat, your personal goat. One of, for one season, uh, if like the early on go was like Dwight Gooden. He really, I mean, I met him too. I loved him. It was very unfortunate. Even him and Strawberry, I was like so. Yeah, they were. You know, it was like the right age. Yeah. Well, I seen I seen Dwight Gooden a couple years ago. He was hawking a book. And it's like as soon as he walked in, I was like, "Oh no!" No, you could tell they did that yeah. Doc and Daryl uh, documentary. Bad, bro. And you can tell he was. He showed up. It's a shame, man. Yeah, well, you look, it's a shame because you know that stuff get a hold of you. Substance abuse is is, is very difficult, and not only for like athletes and celebrities and stuff like that. Daryl's like a preacher and does like the does like the what do you call helps rehab. Like. Yeah, nah, Daryl got a good story. Daryl met a woman, and the woman like helped mm-hmm. clean them up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then he's been he's been all right ever since. Because I remember like Daryl's in bad shape too, but Doc is in Doc is in trouble right now. Um, so I, I hope I hope I hope nothing but the best. For, for Doc Gooden, and you go. I'm an Allen Iverson guy too. I like Allen Iverson a lot, but he'd be in a little bit of trouble too. Allen Iverson, he need to get his uh his affairs together. Also, remember this year when the Vinay was doing the big three. Remember he disappeared for a little bit. He was in the casino gambling. <laughs> like I, mean, I don't blame him though. If I was Allen Iverson, I'm not gonna kill him for that. Oh boy, and Gary Carter, that's a good one right there. Keith Hernandez, Keith, yeah, I'm not too many. Too, I remember too many, him too, too smoking many, too many cigarettes mats. in the dugout. Too, too many, many mats. We're naming too many mats now. We're naming too many mats. Like, we got to talk about Don Mattingly, Ricky Henderson. Yeah, Ricky Henderson. Oh, Ricky Henderson was the man. Speaks in third person. Yeah, I love Ricky, I love Ricky Henderson. Jake, four o'clock p.m. Eastern time today. It is on target. You guys getting ready for the Super Bowl? Yeah, we've been doing stuff all week. Cool. It was just Tuesday. I haven't had too much week left, you know. I need to get down there to the seven five seven, Jake. No, I'm actually I'm doing uh I'm doing media day for Chris and Joe. They don't know yet. I'm oh, that's going to be like fun. It's medium day. That's going to be fun. <laughs> that's going to be good times right there. So that's on target. You come back for that four p.m. Eastern time. That's with Jake Seeley, Joe Pisapia, and Canadian kindness Chris Meany. Coming up next is the BFFs. They're going to be in cauliflower pizza with Maria Marino talking a little NBA. For Wall Street, Matt Medica for the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. I'm the fantasy executive. You check out on FNTSY YouTube. I'll be talking some golf a little bit later on today. Exact out.